Welcome to Connect to Joy. Your host, Carol Deshane, is an intuitive spiritual guide for practical matters and Marconic multidimensional energy practitioner. Her quest is to help you realize new possibilities, discover and release what holds you back, and enable you to manifest an inspired life filled with joy. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here's your host, Carol Deshane. Welcome, beautiful spirits. Let me ask you, how much do you love your life right this minute? Are you enjoying most of it? Are you facing something or have someone in your life that makes you worry about them, or maybe a situation? Do you have doubt something will happen, or maybe even flat-out fear? We all have worry and doubt from time to time. I mean, we're human. We might be facing a challenge and worry creeps in, or, or doubt we can handle something rears its ugly head. But is worry and doubt, are they ever good for us? Does it help in any way? Well, let's look into that. But if it doesn't, the goal is letting go of what doesn't serve your highest good. Today, we'll look at when we might feel worry and doubt in more detail so you'll understand what I'm talking about. Are there any benefits at all from feeling worry and doubt? How worry and doubt can harm us? The five questions to ask yourself to help you understand what you're feeling. A guided meditation to release worry and doubt about a specific person or circumstance a four-step method to release worry or doubt as it comes up, an action plan for a more deep-seated or just difficult worry or doubt. And then we'll wrap up this whole thing. So let's start with when you might feel worry or doubt. Well, there are lots of times that we feel that, right? We're human and we feel it in every area of our life, our job, our love life, our finances, you name it, and we worry about it. Some of us more than others. Now, here are some specifics of when worry or doubt may rear its ugly head, just so that you see what I mean. Let's start with work. Maybe you made a mistake at work and you don't know what the consequences will be. That would be cause for maybe worry or concern. You worry your boss doesn't seem to like or appreciate you, and you don't know the fallout with raises and promotions because of it. Maybe you hear the company is having financial difficulties. You wonder if you'll have a job soon. Or they're laying off people and you don't know if you're on the list. So many reasons at work where you might worry. But what about finances? You might be worried because you have a big bill due and you don't have enough to pay it. You don't have enough to pay your monthly bills with a salary you have. Or maybe you don't think you'll be able to send a child to college because of the expense. Or you really need a vacation, but do you use your savings? Or stay home, or maybe go camp to save the expense. Finances can be tricky once you start worrying about them, like most things. Let's look at one more area of your life. How about your love life? Why might we worry over that? Well, maybe you're alone and you can't seem to find someone to share your life with, even though you yearn to be with someone. And that concerns you and worries you that maybe you'll be 90 and never have found someone. You might... Get worried if you want children and your biological clock is ticking getting louder and louder. You may seem to attract only scammers and people you consider losers. So you wonder what's wrong with you. Or maybe you have doubt your attractiveness, your intelligence, or even your personality and style are good enough for people to fall in love with you. Just be aware when you're feeling any worry or doubt about each of these things and any other part of your life. 
that it's normal. You can't work through them or release them until you know what's bugging you. And knowing the why really helps big time with this, with releasing. But let's move into are there any benefits to worry and doubt? You'll have some arguments on both sides, I think, but I think there are some. Very few, but there are some. I see worry and doubt as kind of a check-in with yourself to see where you stand on something. If worry rears up, you might be able to actually take some action. But not if you let worry tighten you up and stop your brain from working, which actually happens quite a bit. So for example, what if you want that promotion, but you're worried that you don't have enough education or enough background to, in order to be able to do it? So instead of worrying about it, you go, well, let me get some more. What can I do? And you work through an action plan to go, I'm going to go back to school, or I'm going to take this class or go and do that volunteer work because they'll look really good on my resume and I can tell my boss this is what I'm doing. And maybe that will make them go, oh, wow, they're really doing well. Maybe I do need to give them that promotion. There's another example. I was talking to my guest, Bodie Saunders, on our Inner Peace episode, and we were discussing about sailing a boat. If we were going on a great distance, maybe, and we hear a tropical storm is coming up and we're using a sailboat, do you get worried and hem and haw and decide, oh, should I go? Should I not go? What do I do? Oh my God, what if I die? Or do you look into the weather report and plan accordingly? You may rationally weigh your options and decide not to go if the weather looks way too iffy. Or you may take on extra supplies like water, food, and any extra equipment you might need. And then look at it and calmly decide, I'm aware of what the issues are, and I can make decisions. It might have stemmed from an initial worry, but you took action rationally and made a decision for yourself. If you release the initial worry and settle into peace and forward thinking, worry and doubt can turn into choices on what to do and how to do it. Now, the problem with worry and doubt is that it can harm us. When we get caught in a cycle of worry or doubt, it can stop us in our tracks. We stop thinking straight and our emotions carry us away somewhere we may not realize we're at, stuck in the negative. And sometimes worst case scenario is constantly going around and around in our head. We can lose our hair or have nightmares and at the very least lose our objectivity as to what is the actual reality of the situation. WebMD.com talks about the physical effects of worry, which can include, some of which surprise me, high blood pressure, tense muscles, headaches and migraines, nausea, acid reflux, and it impacts your entire digestive area. It can lower your immune system and your sex drive. It can cause high stress hormones, which can speed up your heart and raise your blood sugar, among other things. There's a lot of physical issues connected to worry. And other symptoms of worrying too much can be disrupted sleep, difficulty in concentrating, panic attacks, inability to make decisions, easy to frustrate, which I'm adding because I know that one, and a lack of patience, which is also something I have when I get worried, because you get short with people. You argue, especially with your significant other, more so maybe than you normally would. You kind of get the picture. If we worry too much and doubt ourselves or others, generally we're stuck in a lower vibrational space, and sometimes we don't even realize it. So let's look at the five questions to ask yourself when you suddenly feel worry or doubt either creeping in or swamping you. These can really get you out of the worry and into seeing it from a more third-party perspective, which can always help with emotions. 
Now, I do realize here that I'm taking the emotions you're feeling and trying to help you find a logical path out of the emotions, which doesn't always work. But sometimes we can do this. But make sure that you're not just stuffing that worry, stuffing it down and not looking at it. Make sure you can feel a release of tension and concern so you know that your mind has really had an impact on your emotions. So those five questions, the first one, that when worry or doubt comes up, ask yourself, how long has this worry or doubt been bothering me? And is it a symptom of something deeper? If it's something deeper, you should move into the action plan I'll be giving you in a few minutes for releasing those. The next question you can ask is, is this something from my past? Am I worried because I'm afraid history will repeat itself? That's a big one for a lot of people. The third question is, how much on a scale of 1 to 10 is this worry or doubt bothering me? If it's a 1, 2, or 3, can you just let it go as not being worth the energy to worry about it? Look at that. And then if it's a four, five, or six on the scale, the next question would be, if the worst case scenario happens on what I'm worrying about, will it change my life in some horrific way? Is it more of an inconvenience if it turns out in some strange way, but not life-changing? If it isn't life-changing, again, is it worth your time and energy to be worrying about it? Just questions to ask yourself. No judgment on any end. You shouldn't be judging yourself. You just try to to walk your way through them with these questions. And the last question is, do I worry or doubt about someone or something because I feel like I have no control over it? These are generally the seven, eight, nine, maybe 10 on the scale of one to 10, because we don't feel we have any control and it freaks us out. We don't know what to do. So that is the last question. And I'll go over the questions again later just to remind you what they are. You're going to find that these questions can sometimes make you let go of worry or doubt because they simply are not as important as they feel at first. And when things are more important and you find yourself going in circles, having nightmares or annoying everyone you know with your concerns, then let's address those issues right now with a guided meditation. We're going to do that first because it may be the only step that you need. I'll also address these larger concerns that you feel stuck with towards the end of the show to give you a tool to help that way. But let's start with that guided meditation. Let's eliminate any unnecessary worry and doubt you may have about a person or a situation or a circumstance. So as you get comfortable, think about what you want to work on. What one person are you worried about? Maybe it's your child or your husband, spouse, Uh, whatever it may be, whoever it may be, or it's a circumstance you're finding yourself in, or it's a circumstance someone you know is in, so maybe at work, whatever it is that's bothering you that you want to look in a deeper way and release that worry. So realize which one you want to work on as you're getting comfortable. Now I'm going to count you in, and sometimes I count and sometimes I do other things, but we're going to count today. We're going to start with one, getting ready feeling your body starting to relax, letting the worries of the day start to melt away. And two, continuing to feel those worries and that tension seep out of your body, knowing that right now you are safe. And three, feeling your body relaxing even more, any tension you're holding starting to just fade away. Just become limp and loose and relaxed. 
and four, letting your mind kind of go to mush, letting it not think at this moment, letting it relax as well. And five, feeling part of whatever you're sitting in, feeling connected to the universe, and knowing that this is a positive thing you can do for yourself, and you're totally safe in this place. Now I want you to feel your spirit raising higher and higher until you're floating above your body. So allow your spirit to stay connected, but to raise higher and higher so you can see from a higher perspective the person or situation happening on earth while you're floating above it. Looking down and see that person or situation. See all your worry and doubt connecting to them. And then send that worry and doubt down to surround that person or situation. Have it be part and interact with them in the situation. Notice that that negative energy you're sending looks like a big black cloud. It's something that's there. It seems like a negative energy or at least a lower vibration than what's needed. Now disconnect any emotions from what you're seeing. Don't feel them right now. Feel the peace that you were previously feeling, and just watch whatever emotions that you had, that worry, that doubt, surrounding that person or that situation from a disconnected place. Notice that you created the worry and doubt. And that is impacting the person or circumstance by attracting other negative or lower vibrational feelings to them or to the circumstance. Realize if you created the worry or doubt that you can uncreate it or discreate it. You don't need to allow it there. Ask yourself now, is this worry or doubt about the situation or person helping me? Is it helping the other person? In any way, is it time to let go of these worries or doubts? If you think you at least might be able to let those go, then look again at the person or situation and shine a bright light of acceptance, of love, of peace, or clarity, or whatever you need in order to release the doubt and worry down upon that person or situation allowing the person to be who they really are without your worry to hold them back, allowing them to be their best self without your interference. If it's a situation, allow the situation to be what it needs to be with whatever lessons need to come from it, knowing that it is for your highest and your best if you step back and don't get in the way with negativity. Release any need to direct and control the outcome. Allow the peace to come to you even stronger as any worry or doubt you were feeling drains away, if it hasn't already. Again, make sure that you release any need to direct and control the outcome of the person's life or of the situation that you're looking at. And feel it all drain away. And now we're going to come back into your body feeling peace, letting all that stuff that drained away, being replaced with peace and a knowingness that all is happening for the best. 
become aware of your breath. Five, knowing that you can release that worry and that doubt and that all is right with the world and with your higher selves and everyone connected to it. Four, feeling peace and that knowingness that you can come back to this place at any time you need to. Three, feeling your body, feeling you starting to settle back in again from where you were floating before. Two, starting to feel your fingers and your toes and the connection you have to where you're sitting. And one, totally in your body and wide awake, wide awake, wide awake. How are you feeling now? Take a moment and think about the person or the situation. Is there any doubt or worry or concern left? If there is, what is it exactly? Is it less now? Or maybe you got some clarity on why you feel the way you do or what you need to do to move forward. Of course, you can come back later as often as you like and listen to this meditation again anytime to let go of any doubts or worries that come up or other layers of it that come up. The next step I want to work on is that four-step method to release worry or doubt as it just sort of shows up. It's a very simple four-step method, and you can do it pretty much any time. The first step is to do a body scan, meaning feel into your body and see where that worry or doubt is. Usually you can feel it in your shoulders, your neck, knees, or wherever your body holds the most tension. So just pay attention to your body. If you feel that worry, where is it in your body? Maybe it's just making your brain hurt because you're starting to get a headache. So tighten up that area even more. This is part two. Feel as much worry or doubt as you can and tighten, tighten, tighten that feeling, maybe your shoulders or your, or up around your, your ears or wherever they may be. Tighten it up more. And then when you let that area of your body totally relax, step three, then step four is as you start to relax, see the worry or doubt drain away along with the tension. And take a breath and go, oh. It's only four steps, and I have to say it's a very simplistic method. I understand that. But the funny thing is, it usually works pretty well for worry or doubt that comes up just suddenly about something small that you go, and you didn't really need to do that. It helps you to think clearer through whatever issue you may be dealing with, rather than just staying stuck suddenly in that worry or that fear that pops up. The next thing I want to give you is that action plan for a deep-seated, difficult worry or doubt, one you're totally obsessed with, maybe, and it seems to be taking over your life, because sometimes they do that. They get stuck in nightmares and everything else sometimes. First, in the action plans, I want you to address one issue. Don't look at your entire life and try and look at all the worries and concerns. Look at one issue. What one issue do you want to address that you might feel overwhelming worry about? Or that you have a long-term relationship with? Maybe something that's from your past. Name that issue and then look at where it comes from if you can. Is it a history with a person or a situation like trust or abandonment? An example would be looking at a love relationship and then realizing that the worry you have is that the other person won't be there for you. 
And then even deeper, maybe realizing that it comes from your father abandoning you as a child or even another love relationship not working out for whatever reason. So look and see, keep taking that step back when you look at it going, where does this come from? Once you've chosen the issue that you're worried about, named it and looked to see where it comes from, then choose to pray, meditate, or visualize about the issue. So if you pray, talk to God of your worries and doubts and try to release those issues to God. That's what we'd usually do in prayer. But if you meditate, try the guided meditation with this episode, or you can breathe through the issue and worry, letting it get lighter and lighter as you meditate on it. And if you visualize the issue, look at the best case scenario and the worst case scenario. Visualize each one happening and look at how each makes you feel and realize that neither is likely to happen. If the best case scenario feels fabulous and the worst case scenario makes you want to cry, or it's death or something horrible, then you look at it and you go, all right, is this really likely to happen? Not really. And if it is likely to happen and the worry is there, then you need to decide where to move from there. Because in all three cases, knowing that you don't know the best outcome for the situation or people involved is really an important realization. When you complete your prayer, your meditation, or your visualization, Work to have peace about the issue. That is the ultimate reaction that you want. And sometimes you'll also have information that comes to tell you that you actually need to take a step or two to help move forward something so you actually have an action plan. Now, the next thing that you can do is when you're holding on to a worry is to practice compassion for yourself and everyone involved. Know that all of you are doing the best you can. And try to take the judgment of yourself and everyone else out of the worry. Sometimes we think we know what's right and best for ourselves. And other people on the situations we find ourselves in, well, they make that usually quite a few of us think we know what's best. Including me. So we try to fix the people involved. If they would just do it the way we think they should. But they aren't, so we worry. Make sure to practice that compassion for you and for everyone involved. And next, release expectations of the way a person's life should work out or the way a situation should go. Letting go of the expectations of a specific outcome can make our life a whole lot easier and less stressful. And lastly, trust. Trust in a higher power with a plan, the lessons we're meant to learn here, and no matter what they may look like as we face them. Releasing our expectations of a specific outcome is so much easier when we trust in a higher power. We won't worry so much knowing that the highest good will work out, whatever that may be. Today we've covered a lot of ground about eliminating unnecessary worry and doubt in your life. We've looked at when we might feel worry and doubt in more detail, the benefits that can come from feeling worry and doubt, How worry and doubt can harm us. The five questions to ask yourself to help you understand what you're feeling. A guided meditation to release that worry or doubt about a specific person or circumstance. A four-step method to release worry or doubt as it comes up. And an action plan for a deep-seated or just difficult worry or doubt. We don't always know when we're stressed out, worried, or doubtful. At least I don't. We may feel it but not be aware of it. So make sure you check in with yourself often. Do a body scan to see where you're holding your tension and see if it's related to worry or doubt. 
Ask yourself the five questions to find out how big this worry is. It could be like an iceberg with most of the issue beneath the surface, or it could be just a floating piece of flotsam. So check it out and get your logical brain involved, and then step back from those emotions just for a moment. Now here are those five questions again. How long has this worry or doubt been bothering me, and is it a symptom of something deeper? Is this something from my past? How much on a scale of 1 to 10 is this worry or doubt bothering me? Is this worry going to impact my life long term if the worst case scenario happens? Do I worry or doubt about someone or something because I feel like I have no control over it? Doubt and worry can undermine our joy and focus us in a totally what we would think of as negative emotions and lower vibrational space. It can attract more of the same instead of the uplifting sweetness our life could be. Having doubt and worry can also impact your mental stability and your physical health, as well as your sleeping and eating patterns. If you have doubt and worry, don't resist them. Get to know them and what they feel like. Take some time to what I would call wallow in the feelings. I mean, really feel them without resistance. And then use them as a tool to move forward instead of getting stuck and staying with those emotions. If you can, if you can do that, you're giving yourself a huge gift. Thank you for joining me here today. If you'd like to know more about intuitive, spiritual, or life or business coaching with me or Marconic's Multidimensional Energy, please check out my website, www.connecttojoy.com. That's connect, the number two, joy.com, just like the show. And follow me on Instagram at, you guessed it, connect to joy. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is under my name, Carol DeShane. Until next week, be courageous and reach higher. Just take one step at a time on your journey, get the help you need, and get out there and find your joy. Because you deserve it. Thank you for listening to Connect to Joy. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast. And subscribe so you never miss an episode. Contact the host, Carol DeShane, with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to become a guest. And remember, transformation is a journey and not an end destination. So be kind to yourself because you are already enough to have the joyful, limitless life that you desire.